Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is primarily live music and metal music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined by my other host, Karen. And today, Karen, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about seeing Elvetti at The Forge in Joliet, Illinois. Yes, and this was on March 11th of 2023, as you said, at The Forge in Joliet, our second time being there. Yep. Um, We'll get into the venue here in a little bit, but this was their North American Tour 2023. I think that's just the name of the tour. Okay. Um, a lot of the tours this year have been sort of like just the name, like North America, blah, you know. Yeah. Um, which is fine, whatever. Um, but they had two bands with them opening, uh, sort of the standard, old school standard way of opening, right? With just three bands total instead of the four. We've talked about that in other episodes. Yeah. But yeah. But the but the band's opening for them, um, Omnium Gatherum, uh, which is a band from Finland. Finland, yep. And then Seven Spires, which is a band from Boston, actually. Um, I had heard of Elvetti before. I found them, I think, last year, just shuffling through Spotify, and they came up, and I was like, "Holy shit, I love this! I want to, I want to listen to more of it." Omnium Gatherum and Seven Spires. No clue who they were. Yeah, I never heard of them either. Um, but we we love openers, so we went and checked yep. them out too. Yeah, of course. Before we get super deep into the actual show, let's talk about Juliet and the Forge. Okay. Like I said, we had been there before. Um, we saw Machine Head. Was that it? Yep. Machine yep. Head on there. Black Friday. Yep. Last year. Oh right, yeah, on Black Friday. It was an interesting experience. We sort of had a panic attack on the way out there, which kind of we? set. Yeah, one of uh, you had a panic attack on the way out there, um, which kind of set the mood for both of us yeah. for the show. Yeah, which we, we we talked about on that episode. We did an episode on that. And we'll link it here somewhere. But we talked about. I don't know if we ever on that episode said it was like, "Hey, a panic attack." No, but, no, I don't think we went into that. But yeah, like like I said. I, what I remember from that show is being just very pissed off and in a in a bad mood. Not necessarily pissed off, just in a bad mood in general, which then affected my evening. Uh, seeing what turned out to be like a fantastic concert by a yeah. great band, and I think like the whole takeaway from that was like, don't let your shitty like other experiences impact what could be an amazing show. Like, learn to forget and just move on from yeah from things. Right? I don't think it's that easy, but no, yeah. it's not. But like that was the thing. Like. I let that event or like I let things that, you know, prior to the like happening in the day, like affect my mood at the show, which then affected me from having like a good experience at the show. Yeah. I um, feel like you hung on to things longer, even after the show where like for me, once I heard the music, I pretty much was like, okay, oh, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, for me, that was, I knew we were going to see Elvetti. Um, later on at the forge yeah we already had these tickets when we watched that right because we didn't mention that um we i bought these tickets i think on black friday I think before so. going yeah uh, well you were gonna wait to buy them until we had been to the forge to see what it was like and then they had a deal right they had a bogo deal so buy one get one right and when we we list our tickets off i haven't done that yet we paid 15 dollars a ticket four dollars and 60 cents in fees for these tickets that was a buy one, get one. So there was $30 a ticket, but essentially it worked out to be $15 a ticket. Yep. Pretty goddamn cheap. Yep. Like super fucking cheap. For, good, yeah, good. For, for the this. show that we got, it was really good. Um, even 30 bucks. Like, yeah. If we paid yeah, 30 like perfect. Um, but I was going to like use this experience as a 
way to reevaluate the forge because, like I said, I had not necessarily the best experience because I think I, my mental state was just sort of like just oh. all over the place okay. for Machine Head. I think this one was worse. It, it may have been, and we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Um, but I, I was actually excited for this. We were going up on a Saturday. This was a Saturday. Um, we went up early and just sort of wandered Juliet and, yeah. and explored a little bit. Found a really cool brewery, hung out there for a bit, and then... Really cool. We found a brewery. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. It was cool. Okay. Um, okay. The vibe was cool. They had pinball machines. They had a Metallica pinball machine, which was off when we went to go look at it, but it may have been turned... We we showed up right at open, too, so yeah. um, they were still setting up and cleaning up and whatnot. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Julia. I enjoyed hanging out there. Um, it, it does suck getting out there, though. That's yeah. the thing, Yeah, right? I don't like getting out. I mean, it's, for us, it's... 45 minutes at least. And that's with, I mean, we don't have hardly any traffic. Right. So I don't know. It's just, it's a long drive. So it's not that much fun to get out, get out there. Right. And then getting home obviously is not fun. And it was snowing when we were coming home, which sucked. Yeah. I don't think I've driven in the snow in seven years. So here in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the roads are kind of shit because you can't really see the lines, which kind of, you know, and I can't see in the dark anyways. Right. (laughs) So, but I mean, it was scary. (laughs) So I, I, w- I was coming into this super excited because I, I really wanted to see Elvetti. Um I actually never thought I'd see them because I wasn't sure if they tour the states that oh, often. Okay. And if they do, it'd probably be like a, a festival thing. So when I found out they were headlining a tour, just even coming and doing a tour, I was like super, super excited to see them. And it was, a, I I had a blast at this show. Uh, well, sort of. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know bit. about a blast. <laughs> um, but I did really enjoy the show a lot. And, yeah, I mean, you just want to dive into it then, I guess? Sure. Do you want to talk about the venue first? Yeah, I mean... I mean, we already talked about the venue. Like, it's a square box. Yeah, basically. it's a very small venue. I think yeah. we looked up and it's like a thousand or so people. I it think holds. it's at like 800 or 900. Yeah, something like that. And I think it's in like national acts can pull in a thousand maybe. But it's right around that like 900 to a thousand range. Yeah, that makes sense why it's so packed. Yeah. If it, it only holds 900 and they... Sell a thousand tickets. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that that. I'll look it up real quick. Unless it holds a thousand and national acts bring in eight hundred. <clears throat> nearly holds nearly a thousand people. Yeah. Um. And this wasn't sold out either. Like you saw ads yeah. for it still before going. Right? I had an ad on my Facebook to buy tickets the day that we went. So I couldn't imagine it not being sold out or being sold out. I mean, yeah. And the venues in the heart of like the Joliet downtown area, which is yeah, like the old downtown. I don't know how the city's true. set up because we did drive in and saw like it is pretty sprawling. right? Yeah. It's a pretty wide, like spread out city. Yeah. This old downtown area, or like you were saying, they have like a theater there as well, uh, like an old, like old school theater theater. Yeah. Which I think had like a dance event or some shit going yeah. on. Um, There's people walking out. Yeah, we saw them walking out when we were walking into the forge. Um, but it's in the heart of the downtown area, which is really cool space. Like it reminds me of like small town Iowa where we, yeah. where we grew up, which I, yeah. I like that feeling yeah. a lot. It really does. I mean, it does seem like a small town Iowa. And I had a manager that lived in Joliet and she oh, used really? to say like oh I live in Iowa huh. like because it's the last metro stop I think oh I did not know that yeah okay I mean we have family who when they come into Chicago sometimes they'll stop in Joliet yeah, and yeah. ride the train in yeah because it's like the first stop so that you don't have to drive 
saves you money on parking and whatnot. So mm-hmm. little, yeah. I guess, tip if you're coming to Chicago, like stop in one of the burbs and take the metro in. Super yep. cool. We've done that before too. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a, just a square box. They have the the balcony area where we didn't go up to. I, I think you have to have like a special ticket yeah, to get up yeah. there. I think it's not like a free fall. Well, I don't know. I saw some people up there and then down on the floor and up there. So I don't really, I there honestly were, don't know. There were definitely people going up and down, but I don't know if you have to have like a special ticket to even just get up to begin with. There wasn't anybody like yeah, nobody's like or standing scanning, there. but we didn't check at the top. Maybe there is, or like yeah. by the time we saw that was at the end of the show too. So yeah. maybe it's like, who cares? Um, But yeah, just a, a square little box of stage is pretty small. Yeah. Which I kind of laughed at. I was like, how the fuck are they going to fit everyone in, Velti- in El Betty on there? Because there's like, Nine. Nine yeah. motherfuckers in this band. Um yeah. on this tiny ass stage. Well, because they had eight. Well, we'll get into that, but yeah. But no, it was it, I I enjoy the sound. I think the sound was fine. Yeah, I didn't there. have a problem with the sound at all. Um I don't I still don't like so there's like four huge pillars that are holding it up and I don't like that. Yeah. It like cuts it off very bad and like they're so big that if you're standing in a certain spot you can't see anything because the pillars are there so i i kind of consider this and house of blues in similar vein in terms of the capacity house of blues might be a little bit more in terms of capacity but if you're not Maybe. on the main floor for house of blues in our last show at house of blues for the first band we weren't and we were behind one of those pillars yeah at house of blues it's the same thing right you have to have the supporting beams to hold no it up. yeah i i get i get it i'm just saying i don't like you it. don't like that right yeah but in terms of a small venue i I kind of enjoy the venue quite a bit. Oh, okay. To be honest. Why do you enjoy it? It's it's small. I like the smaller atmosphere to it. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I just like the smaller aspect of it. I, unlike um, House of Blues, I don't like the... You have the main pit area, and then you have sort of this walkway area, and then you have the bar yeah. area. I don't like that setup okay. of like the staggered like different sections. This is just a giant open box, basically. The merch table was off to the side, and once again, you had sort of the, the merch line cut yeah. the floor in half. Um, yeah, I think that's very not designed very well. They could fix that, or you can kind of sort of force the crowd to take a certain different yeah. path to yeah. the merch like table, like walk down near the bar or something instead. Across the bar and yeah. then down, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that would take staff to like force that to happen, or the p- patrons just be like, "Hey, for this show, let's do it this way." But I Which, think most people are just like, they've always gone to it and it's always yep. been this yeah, way. Yeah. Um, so I don't like the merch line, which we talked about that during Machine Head as well. I don't like, and it's not just me feeling this way. Um, the people that were standing next to us were talking about it as well. It's so crowded and packed that it's very hard to get in and out of the crowd. It is, yeah. So if you need to go to the restroom or get a beer or need water, need anything, like it's very hard to leave if you want to it is when you're out like when you're on the floor floor like obviously if you're standing back by the bar that might be a little bit better but there's like no i mean there's no room to move really it 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 does feel very crowded and cramped and not necessarily in a good way either like i enjoy i enjoy big crowds i enjoy crowds crowds, too yeah but i i agree and part of that also this time around we were Directly back from center stage. Yeah, right in front of the sound stage. Yeah, exactly. Right in front of the sound stage. So our backs were like right up against the sound stage there, um, which kind of leads into later on in the evening, kind yeah. of not having necessarily yeah. the best I show. Just, so, I mean, we'll get into that, but um, 
for Machine Head, we were off to like the right side um, by one of the pillars that we kind of got jostled in front of or behind that pillar, which was fine. Um, for so when we got there, I was like, well, that wasn't ideal because that pillar was in the way. So let's stand in the center, like near the back. Right. And we just happened to stand by the soundstage because it was already pretty full when we got there. And it was fine at first, but then by the time everybody got there and like got their merch and got in their position, the crowd moves back. And since we were right there by that wall, you can't move back any further. Right. So yeah. you're basically like, you can't move. It's like being on the rail and having people push against you up from the well, back. Yeah. But this time you're having people push back yeah. from least, your front backwards and you can't go back because you're against the wall, basically. At least on the rail for me, for feeling wise or like not feeling claustrophobic or whatever, like on the rail, at least you have room in front of you. I yeah. mean, you can't move in front of you, but you have that airspace and you have that area where you're not like. And if something happens like. Security's right there. They're going to pull you up and over. Yeah, exactly. Right Where, like, when people are pushing back on you, like, we even had two people come back and be like, can I get through you? Or can I get through? And it's like, there's a fucking wall here. Where the <laughs> fuck are you going to go? And the first girl was super drunk, so I understand why she didn't understand. But another guy was coming out of the pit. And, like, I think he was just like, I need to get out. I need air. I need to get out. And he, like, tried to go between the guys that were beside me. And it's kind of weird, though, right? Because you, you have us... The sound booth, and then and then more people, more people like right up. Like the sound booth doesn't have like a door or anything yeah. or like a little gate type thing. It's just an open like U type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's more patrons just making a wall right there. Yeah, and like you see your sound people, like excuse me, I need to get through here real quick and like fight through and yeah, and that's at a lot it, of venues though. It's not just there. Yeah. I mean, even House of Blues is that way. But it's still sort of blocked off all on all four sides. Well, people stand there. They, there, they just stand there. But like, it was weird that there wasn't no back wall. Oh, okay. That's what I thought was weird. Oh, okay. Usually yeah, when I, I see sound stages, they're always like a, a completely boxed I in guess, area maybe. with sort of like a door, a way to get into that boxed yeah. in area. I'm trying to think. I I don't, I don't know. If that doesn't. No, I, I just thought it was. Me. I just thought it was weird. Okay. And maybe that's why I'm saying like people are like, oh, I see you, and I see there's poor people behind. No, you. I think that was it. Yeah, I can get yeah. through to you. There's to just those nowhere other people. to go. Right. Yeah. It's like no, you actually yeah. can't because there's a physical wall right yeah. here. No, I get that. I get that. Um, but I mean, overall, I I do enjoy the venue. I didn't have a good experience because of where we were standing. I thought it was like gonna be oh shit, this is awesome. Like I'm gonna have this wall to hold on to and lean against because I was a bit hungover because I had like book club the night before or something. And I was like, this is going to be nice. I'm going to enjoy this. Just be able to relax and see like direct shot. Yeah. The stage. I like that we were directly in the center of the stage, but so I, I did see that being like, Oh shit, this is gonna be cool. I'm going to like this. Um, but no, yeah, it, it got crowded and I definitely, I think I had like a, either a panic attack or, um, uh, anxiety attack or just dehydrated or a combination of all of those things all at once, yeah. which we'll get into here in a little bit. But, yeah, oh, no, I don't. This is the second time we've been there. I don't like the venue. I don't think I would drive out there just to see some random band. Now, if it's like a band that we really, really enjoy, or we really, really want to see, I would go out there again. But when you add a 45 minute drive and then a venue that I just I've not had a good experience yet. I mean, I've only been there twice, but not had a good experience. I'm probably not going to go back. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say, too. Right. Is I do enjoy the venue. The drive, though, for me is the big killer, even though I'm just riding. I'm floating yeah. back and forth so I don't drive. You drive me everywhere I go. 
But if it's if this was in town across the street from House of Blues, I think I would prefer this over House of Blues personally. Okay. So that's what I guess I'm starting to say is I do really enjoy this venue. I just wish I didn't we didn't have to drive to go to it and okay. see some of these acts. That's sort of where I'm getting at. Is I sure. agree with you. I'm not just if if it's Elvetti again, like I really want to see another show of theirs, but they're out in Julia. I don't know if I'm necessarily going back, right? Yeah. I think we we disagree on this a lot because I don't think I would go back. Yeah, I don't I don't enjoy the venue. <laughs> There's not I mean I don't know. So, I mean, we could disagree on it. No, yeah, we can. But I mean, I just I'm trying to think of one positive thing and the only positive thing is we got free water at the end of the night. <laughs> but other than that, like I don't enjoy it. Okay. I don't I mean, enjoy I don't know. It, it's just not I mean, House of Blues is one of your favorite venues, right? I do like House of Blues, yeah. Um, the last time we saw a show there, I was not impressed with House of Blues anymore, and I wasn't happy well, with it. Well, I think it. because we went to a lot more venues since yes, then. Yes, yeah. Like, I'd rather go to Radius, obviously. I mean, I think that's probably, like, one of my top venues here in Chicago right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, than any of them, but I don't know. I, I, I don't want to drive 45 minutes to go to a venue I'm not happy with. So recently there was like a story of like Jamie Lee Curtis saying like, Hey, I want to see, I think it was like Coldplay or she wants to see matinee yeah. uh, music, right? Like bands play in the afternoon. And I think that'd be awesome for like the burbs, right? Because then we could take the Metra out and the Metra back. The problem is by the time the show's over, the last Metra train had already left. And now we're stuck. We did that with Romstein at Tenley Park. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If this was a 1 p.m. show that got over at 7 <laughs> and you could take the Metro back, would you be a little a um, little more, like, eager to go out there or, like, willing to go out? Maybe. I don't know. I just, I haven't enjoyed either show. Oh, I've enjoyed the show. That's the wrong way to put it. But I haven't enjoyed my experience at the venue okay. for either one. So, I don't know. But, I mean, we used to be that way with, um, uh, up north uh aragon ballroom aragon yeah we used to be that way aragon and now we've had some positive experiences there so now it's changed so i mean maybe if i've had a positive experience but with it being so far out of the city i probably wouldn't necessarily think about going i think that's a good point too right because i know you are really big on the aragon ballroom i know you like it quite a bit i don't i've had really bad experiences the last two times have been good i'm not saying i like it like it i'm just saying i've had some good experiences so it's getting better no yeah 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 but i mean in the past you've said i think it, i think when it comes to our ratings of venues i think it rates higher on your list of venues than it does on mine i think it was like number five in my top venues. yes yeah, he doesn't even fall in my like top 10 venues we don't go to that many venues. So I don't know where you're. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's a different conversation. No, but what I'm but saying is, actually, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I there don't know was, what you're saying was a, either. There was a point I was trying to make. Um, it's okay. Let's move on from the venue. I okay. don't like it. You like it. It's fine. Yeah, and maybe that was the whole, the whole point I was just trying to make is like, yeah, I, no, that's what it was. You haven't had a good experience at the Forge, but it's not. So you, you don't like it. I have had a few good experiences at the Aragon, but I don't like the Aragon because of the bad experiences. So I definitely get where you're coming from in terms of you. You know, your experiences do impact your view on the venue for sure. Yeah. Um, sure. But all in all, yeah, let's move on from the venue. We were there for the music, obviously. That was the main thing. Yeah. Um. 
So as I said, it was... Uh, seven Spires. As I said, it was Omnium Gatherum and Seven Spires. Seven Spires being the first band that came out. Um, and again, you know, following my... And sort of our tradition. Went in not really... Yeah, I didn't know. Listening to any of their stuff. Dude, I don't even think I looked up the openers on our spreadsheet before even going out. I haven't done that either. I've kind of stopped Like, looking. I was just like, I don't know who's going to be here. I remember being in line and somebody saying that somebody was from Boston. Oh, really? Yeah. The people in front of us were talking about it, saying that like, there's a lot of good bands from Boston. And I mean, they're not wrong. No, I'm, they're not wrong. <laughs> but in my mind, because um, I don't know. I don't know why I thought this, but because... Elvetti's from Switzerland. I was like, oh, it's probably going to be all foreign bands. I thought the same thing. Like, I, I guess, I, I don't know why I thought that, but just thinking like, oh, they're probably going to bring foreign bands over. So I, I just assumed that everybody was going to be a foreign band. But same. I mean. And it was even after, so skipping ahead a bit with Omnium Gatherum, when they came out and they're, like we said, they're Finnish, right? Finland is Finnish. Finnish, same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, shit. So yeah, all the bands are foreign. They all bought all the European Oh, you didn't bands. know Seven Spires was from I Boston? I didn't. No, not at that time. They not even said that they were from Boston. Did they I thought, really? I think they did. Yeah. Oh, I must have like Like we're Seven Spires. It was like after the first song, they were like, we're Seven Spires from Boston. No, that must have yeah. just like. Shoo. Yeah, must have. <laughs> but yeah, it was the next day when I looked them up. It was like, oh, oh shit, they're from Boston. That's, yeah. And they all met in like Berkeley or some shit. Like there's a music school out there. I think where they all met. Isn't Berkeley and... Berkeley, California? California, yeah. I think they all went to like music school together. Oh, so not in Boston. No, no. Oh, okay. They, I, <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, wait a second. I think they all met in college and then moved to Boston oh, okay. or some shit. I don't know. That's cool. I haven't looked up their backstory that much. I just remember Berkeley and Boston. And I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, Seven Spires. Do you want me to go through the set list? Go through the set list, yeah. yeah. Gods of Debauchery, The Cursed Muse, Succumb, Shadow of Endless Sea, and Dare to Live. Very short. Very sets. short. Yeah. I mean, they were the openers and they normally only get like 20, 25 minutes. So. They do. Also, before they went on, we, like we said, we were standing behind or in front of the soundstage. We turned around and saw they had two little oh, right. um, pieces of paper tapped up, taped up by both sides. There were two, I think there was like a sound board and like a lighting board. And they had... The basically a schedule printed out and I wasn't sure what it was. I couldn't really read it. So we, we took a picture of it and it was basically the schedule of events to happen, right? It was yeah. truck comes in, unload, and it was like break down by time. And it was seven spires at seven. Like this was an early show too. Yeah. It was like seven. They go on. No, eight. It must've been eight. 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 Yeah. Because doors opened at seven. And then eight thirty changeover. Yeah, so we knew it was going to be a short. It was like, shit, set 30 minutes. And then it was... But that's normal for the first opener. I know, but then it was like 15 minutes later, the next band, Omnium, Gatherum. And then 45 minutes later, Cutover, which takes us to like 9.30 or something like that, thereabouts. Yeah. And then it was from like 9.30 to 10. Not even that. It was like 9.30 to... No, so it was 9.30 to... It was, so... I don't know if you remember, but it was 9.50 was supposed to be Elvetti going on. And then it was 11.10. They said, um, like, basically tear down. Right. And they had a term for it, but it was basically tear down. And so I was like, they're only going to play for an hour? Because I was like, I mean, they're not going to end their set and then immediately tear down. Like, you let everybody leave and right. then they tear down. 
So I was like, they're not going to play that long. And then it was like one o'clock for. For truck uh, doors locked or something. Venue closed. Yeah. yeah something like yeah, that. Yeah. But I remember when they got done, it was basically 830 and they got done with their shit. And it was like, damn, this list is right. And fuck, Elvetti's not going to play that long. This this kind of sucks. Yeah. Because I remember once we, once I interpreted what it said, because at first you thought it was a set list. And you're like, awesome. The set list is up. Um, and then when we were looking at it, I was like, that's the times. And I was like, okay, now are you disappointed? Because you know that they're not going to play that long. So you brought that up too. You're yeah. like, oh, this is a little disappointing, right? Because I always say that where when people play like uh, Damage Justice, we saw them just a little bit ago yeah. at uh, Reggie's. And they get up there and they're like, we're going to do all of Ride the Lightning from Metallica in order. And I was like, I, well, they didn't say that. They were after they played half of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Then we realized what they were doing. Well, you probably realized way before. But like that, I I mentioned at the time, like I don't like when people do that because now you know the structure, right? You know how how the sausage is made, sort of speak. And then it gives you a sense for like, fuck. Now I only have a little bit of time left with this, right? Like I don't like knowing the structure of things. And yeah, it was a little disappointing for me to find out and like, shit, this is how it's gonna go. I don't know what you thought if you were still if you were disappointed by knowing all of that as I mean, well. That's fine. I mean, yeah, it doesn't bother me as much. Now, maybe if it was a band that I'm really into and I know that they're only going to play for an hour, then I'm going to be like, right? Oh man, like yeah. But I mean, I I you played Elvetti for me a few times, but I never really I don't know any of their songs or picked up on it. So and to be fair, there's like one album of theirs that I'm really big on. I haven't like dove super deep yeah, into their catalog, cool. but. I know their style and I was like, I, I want to see this. Yeah. But seven spires played super quick, super short set, uh, but five songs. So like super quick set, but I loved it. I thought it was yeah, so Yeah. I liked good. it too. Yeah. It, it was another, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say it's another, um, petite woman who can sing like crazy and growl like crazy. And I don't know. I, I like a female lead that can, Thing like that. Yeah, she she came out and just like deep fucking growls and like going at it. And then the melodic parts come in and like the soft vocals come in and then on a dime just back into the growl. Yeah. Like I fucking love that shit so much. Yeah. I really yeah. do. It was really good. It reminded me a lot of um Lacuna Coil to some extent because they have a similar setup. Oh, okay. And yeah. other bands have sort of a similar vibe, sort of like the, you know, your softer vocals. Elvetti is a good example of this too. They have the soft vocals and then the growls. But it's always, not always, but what I see most times is it's two different vocalists. It's, yeah. you know, you have one person who it specializes in the soft and then one person who specializes in the deep growls. She did both. And yeah. was fucking killer at it. Yeah, yeah. I liked knowing that Elvetti had a female presence. I, I think they have three members that are... F- at oh, least, well, yeah. yeah. That it, might be wrong, so... But, um... So knowing that they had a female presence and then seeing a supporting act also having a female pr- presence. Like, I'm, I'm not big on that. I mean, I don't really care. But I think that's really cool to bring on another female presence yeah, to I the mean, concert. And we said it before, or I've said it before, um... I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy more than just like 
the all white male yeah. bands, yeah. right? Like, yeah. add some like bands that have a little bit more diversity in the acts. Like to me, just they bring more or different points of view or different vibes and different music styles that you know the all the four all white males do. Yeah, and I'm still sometimes surprised though when I see a band that I'm like, "Holy shit, that person's not white!" Or right. "Holy shit, that person," or they have a female guitarist. I mean, I think we saw. What's that band that you like? Baroness? Yeah. You have a female guitarist. So, I mean, Which, I mean. I don't know. It, it's just, it's something that you don't necessarily see. You don't, no. And I, I, I love seeing it, right? Yeah. But my default is with, especially within metal, it's it's always white, white males. White males, yeah. Um, and Fever 333, the first time we saw them in open air, said the same thing, right? They're like, we don't look like you guys. Thank you so much for yeah. letting us come and do this thing and accepting us into the community. And I, I want more of that. Like, I don't know what to say. Like I'd want yeah. more unique stuff coming. I don't want the same goddamn rinse and repeat goddamn music. If I wanted that, I listen to pop and I don't. Right. I, I don't know. I, I love these guys. Um, I did listen to the more of their music afterwards. And is it, it as heavy afterwards? I haven't listened to the set list. So listen to the set list. It's, it's heavy as I okay. remember it being at okay. the show. But there's so much other music they didn't play during this because they only oh. played five songs. Yeah, that sounds completely different. Oh, really? There's a lot softer, more mellow. Oh, okay. Songs out so there. They played their heavier stuff at the yeah show because they didn't have any like I mean they had some melodic parts, but there wasn't any like melodic songs. Yeah, I mean, cool. I'm gonna have to. I really need to listen to. It. I just haven't listened to it this week. I've yeah been listening to my good old. Normal stuff that I've been listening to. Like I said, this is this is probably one of my favorite bands now oh, really? of this year so far. Like my new bands that I've found this year so far. We're still young in the year, so yeah. I was like, we have we have twenty plus more concerts yeah. to go to so far. But I mean, I I was they came out and they they brought it and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, and I enjoyed every minute of them on stage. I've enjoyed listening to their stuff afterwards and. This is a band I definitely will keep an eye on and want to see again. Yeah, yeah. For Especially sure. since they're from the U.S., but probably we'll see them as openers sometime. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, yeah. I, I enjoy their sets so much. And then we get to Omnium Gather. As we Omnium said, Gatherum. it you know, according to the sheet we saw early, earlier in the evening at the soundstage, it was boom, boom, right on time. They came out yep. and, yeah. and they played. Yeah. So as, as soon as they walked out, they had... Um, matching cutoff jean jackets which you don't necessarily see like a matching outfit like the band having a the yeah. same outfit so like i mean with like ghost yeah the ghouls have all matching outfits and stuff but you don't necessarily see like a white male with matching well yeah like i don't know jean jackets <laughs> well i mean like you said ghost is all part of the performance it is, type yeah, thing yeah. where it's like we're going yeah. for a vibe uh, an yeah. aesthetic just a normal like thrash band and whatnot is like we're coming out in jeans and t-shirts and that's the matching. It's not we're all coming out in the same cutoff shirt like yeah type yeah. Thing. And we've never seen them before, and I honestly didn't look up any pictures of them. Maybe this is is their image or whatever. But and I'm not saying anything about it. I just that was the first thing I noticed was like they all have the same cutoff jean jackets. On. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then also as soon as the lead singer uh, talked, I was like. They're from Finland. Like, I knew because they sound just like uh, Apocalyptica. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, said yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I know right after they got done, I looked them up because I was like, 
I knew that they were from Finland. I mean, I definitely got like the European vibe. I didn't yeah. get like exactly like, oh, you're from the dialect. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't get that. I don't know. It's just like this. Um, uh, what's that? Not dialect. The, the pronunciation um, of words and whatnot. Yeah, like the the. What am I trying to say? Like the accent. Okay. Like I mean, obviously it's English, but the accent, like you can kind of tell that. Yeah. It's um. I don't know. It just sounded. Just I think his name is like Ika. From Apocalyptica. Yeah, like when he talks and then when um, the lead singer talked, I was like, oh, they sound the same. Um, but yeah, let me go through the, let me read their set list. Okay, so they started with Frontiers and then they went to Paragon, Gods Go First, uh, Reckoning, Slasher, Temptist, uh, Be the Sky, and Ego. I Ego. Think. Right. Yeah, probably ego or ego, ego my Lego, <laughs> <laughs> ego. What is it? Lego my ego. <laughs> Lego my ego. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then the unknowing, un unknowing, unknowing. Yeah. Was their set list? So what they had like eight songs. Yeah, this was a bit of a longer set though. It. Oh, they had nine songs. I think this went past what the sheet said for the first time. I think it went a little bit over. Oh. Um, I don't remember, I guess. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. I I think I was at that time paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. But it went a little bit over, I think. Um, A lot of the members in this band too. I think they had a keyboardist and you look at me and like, who's that one guy just standing there? I couldn't see. So I, I could see the four because like, and their drum set was like way off to the side because Elvetti's drum set was like up, already set up, like covered um, in like one area. And so like, their drum set was like way off to the side. So I could see that. Which is the same spot that Seven Spires was. Oh, see, I didn't notice that. Um, But same thing. It was sort of in the back because the Alvetti yeah. drum kit took up so much room. Yeah. Um, And then I could see like the bassist and the guitarist and the singer. And then I was just like, what's that other guy doing? <laughs> like I could see him standing there, but I was like, what is he doing? So that's why I, I think I even went like this to you. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Is he playing a keyboard? Um. I liked their music. You said that at th- at the time that night, you said that this wasn't anything that you were like too gung ho on. So I mean, I liked their music a lot. Don't yeah. get me wrong; oh, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I'm not saying like it was yeah. horrible. But I'm just saying like the same thing where it was like it's sort of rinse and repeat. Oh, really? There wasn't there wasn't anything like new to me. Like like I don't know. It was. What did you want? I don't know. Like, they had a good, like they had a unique sound and like. I don't good, know. I, I don't know. To I, me, I liked it. I couldn't put. I can't put a finger on exactly like this sounds like something, but it, oh. it sounds like something else to me, and it's like another band. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's it's fine. It's really good music. Don't get me wrong. I I will see them live again. They put on a great show. They had a lot of great energy, but it's not like music I'm gonna necessarily seek out. Okay. But I also said that about. The previous show we went to, um, we come as Romans oh, yeah. and we came as Romans. We came as Romans. Who's their other, their first uh, opener? Not yeah. the, not the very first opener, but brand of sacrifice. Oh, not the, not brand of sacrifice. The next um, one. L L. Oh yeah. 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 What was it? LV. Um, era era, but we come as Romans and era are we came sort as of, Romans. we came as Romans and era are both like that metal core. Yeah. Yeah. And I said the same thing there. I was like, this isn't music I'm going to turn off or seek out. I don't think I would seek out metalcore stuff. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of metalcore. But 
Omnium Gatherum is something I might seek out. Like I'm more. But I don't think they're metalcore. They're not. That's what I'm okay. saying. It's, I'm oh, okay. More, okay. I'm more okay. likely to seek them out. I see. I see. Um, but at the same time, it's it's low on my I list. I think I looked them up, and they were like symph- symphonic metal something. Uh, was Omnium Gatherum was. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Um, the keyboard I aspect is really cool. So. Is that what makes it symphonic Maybe. with the keyboard? I really don't know what, how that works out, but um, they're a melodic death metal act from Finland, according to oh uh, Spotify. Spotify. So I think I think I saw something about like symphonic something when I looked them up. But so I mean, oh, wait, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're we're not. I definitely here get to the melodic people. the melodic aspect of it. The death metal aspect, I'm I don't pick I think up as just, much on. I mean, he has pretty deep growls. He does. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. He does. Um, but the the beat isn't necessarily death metal. Right. Like, I guess when I want like a death metal band, my go-to is Amina Marth, right? Like that's yeah. my, that's my current go-to death metal. And I guess that's what I wanted more of something like that than this. And it wasn't Amina Marth. And so I was like, eh, if I want this, I'm going to listen to them instead yeah. of you. So I don't even necessarily think of, I mean, I, I know everybody um, classifies Amon Marth as death metal, I mean, but I don't do. consider that. They do. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. But like, I guess when I think of death metal, I think of more like um, even just what we've seen this year, like Brand of Sacrifice would be more death metal-y to me okay. than um, Amon Marth. Amon Marth is, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not even going to try to <laughs> say what I think, but I mean, I, I get how it could be death metal, but I, I, I just... I don't hear that as much as like Brandon Sacrifice or like most of the bands that we saw at um, Denver Metal Fest. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that was like almost that. When you think of death metal, you think of like the Denver Metal Fest with Decibel. Yeah, yeah. I I get that too. I do. Um, I also, I don't think would have classified Alma Martha as death metal until like they basically said, hey, we're death metal. Yeah. Uh, which, which, which I'm sure I know it all has to do with like a riff, like how the riffs are done and like the how structure of the song, the, the vocals. structure. Yes, I understand all of that, but like I guess I'm just thinking of like a sound. Yeah, no, more the than same anything. way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes, all those things you said were sounds, <laughs> but, but <laughs> yours is a different together. sound. Yeah, in like your head. how yeah. the sound comes together. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I I enjoyed their stuff. Don't get me wrong, I really did enjoy their stuff. It was more of Seven Spires to me put on a better show and I enjoyed yeah, their set yeah, better. I could see that, yeah. So but I wanted more of Seven Spires than I'd wanted. Okay. I guess that's yeah. I if I would saying. if I flipped these two bands, I would have been happier, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Oops. Like I would rather have more Suicide Silence than Baroness. At yeah, that, that one show. At exactly. That show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I I mean I, I get it. Um I liked both. I liked both of these bands, um, and even when we get to Elvetti, which I know we're almost there, but Elvetti, after hearing like two songs, I was like, okay, cool. Like, it was sort of a rinse and repeat from you at that point. Yeah, it was, like their songs kind of sound similar. Um, they all have like that folksy. So let's get into that. Okay, then. let's yeah, get let's into Elvetti. Um, yeah, yeah. Omnium Gatherum, great band. Yeah, I'll check them out too again. Um, I want to listen. I I haven't listened to any of these bands since you put them on the playlist. I, I want to listen to both of them and kind of see if it jogs my memory of the same. I have re-listened to this entire concert through the playlist, okay, yeah. and I do enjoy their music better 
On the playlist? On the playlist, and I okay. did their yeah, performance. Yeah. Not necessarily their performance, but I do enjoy their music better on Spotify than I did seeing it live. Yeah, yeah. But still, they had an amazing set, amazing sound. It was great. But you brought up Alvetti. Let's let's just dive into that. Yeah, and this is going to be horrible because I'm not going to say any of these songs correctly. <laughs> uh, the first one is Exile of the, of the Gods. That one I can say. The next one is Eponia. It's E-P-O-N-A. I probably put the wrong pronunciation on that. The next one is Omnos, O-M-N-O-S. The next one is Deathwalker. And then after that is L-V-G-V-S. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I don't know if it's like initials or something or if it actually spells out something. Um, the next one was A Rose from, or sorry, A Rose for Aponia. So Aponia must be something. I'm assuming a god of some sort. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that could be. Um, the next one is Thousandfold. Ambiramus? Yeah, sure. M-A-M-B-I-R-A-M-U-S. The next one is Quoth the, ra- the Raven. Quoth the wa- Raven. Q-U-O-T-H the Raven. The next one is Breathe or Breath. Probably Breathe because it has an E at the end. King. And then the next one is De Roof Vo De Barge. That's not how you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Call of the Mountains. The Call of the Mountains. Adius. 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 Tegnatos, A-T-E-G-N-A-T-O-S, and then Ineos, Ineos, Mona, so I-N-I-S-M-O-N-A, sorry, sorry for all the pronunciation. <laughs> de Rufol de Barga. Barga? Uh, I think is Call of the Mountain, but it's, oh, it's the, whatever language, I, Switz? I don't. Are they, I, do they not sing in Swiss? They do like Germanic. It's a very oh, dramatic yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, I think it's a combination of many different languages, but like very heavily influenced on like the German language, I believe. Dramatic language? Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the German language. No, but like the whole. Is it like a Germanic region? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. But I don't think that's German. But playing some of the song. Oh, I turned my mute. Whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure they're the same songs as just in. Okay, no, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, once they once they removed those side panel things, it opened up the stage a lot for all of the all the band to come out. And there were a lot of people up there. Uh, the flute player in the back was one I noticed. Um, don't really hear much flute music in metal outside of like Bloodywood. I was gonna say Bloodywood has it. It's kind of funny that in the last. Six months we've heard two bands with flutes. So Tenacious D has like a little comedy bit in I think they're like third album or something like that where one, of, I can't remember who it is, they're like, like sneaking out and playing, practicing music at night because they're embarrassed to play it. And like, are you playing fucking flute music right now? Um, and every time I see a flute, like somebody playing a flute in a metal band, that's the first thing I think of is like... Oh. Jack Black being like, are you fucking playing flute music right now? And I I love the flute. And we've talked about this like non-traditional instruments. And I, I love seeing that. And I love hearing it. Speaking of non-traditional instruments, 
one of the women had this like weird ass box fucking thing. That yeah, that had like a crank on the end. Yeah, and it turns out it's called like the Hurdy Gurdy is the name. I can't believe it's called a Hurdy Gurdy. Which is an awesome is fucking name. Yes, okay. that's the name of the instrument. Okay. I know you showed me a YouTube video of like a guy learning how to play it or something. And so the Hurdy Gurdy is apparently when you people when you think of like folk music, mm-hmm. you think of like the Hurdy Gurdy. Hurdy Gurdy. And it's also like medieval music and Renaissance music. You think of the hurdy gurdy. Yeah, it has a very bagpipey kind of sound to it to some extent, but it also has like so much different range. Like there's so many yeah. cool sounds that come out of it's it. It's kind of weird because it has keys, like a like a piano type keys. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and then it has strings and a wheel, and they crank the wheel. And depending on how your keys are pushed, is how. And how fast you push the wheel is how the sound comes out. Right. So the wheel, you spin the wheel and that uh, spins the wheel around. And the video we were watching basically. Oh, yeah. This is all from a YouTube video that we have no clue what we're talking about. The video we were watching was basically like, oh, so it's like a violin bow, which they also had a violinist up there also playing. Uh, It was a fiddle. Was it a fiddle? Yeah, it was a fiddle. Oh, what's the difference? I don't know. One's a fiddle and one's a violin. Oh, okay. Well, it was one of those things. But it's the same thing where, like, the bow on the strings of the violin or fiddle is the same thing <laughs> as the her- like the wheel. The wheel's doing the same sort of motion, yeah. like, rubbing the strings. Um, so it spins this wheel around, and then that rubs against the strings that you add to the wheel. So as it spins, it's like, but then you're right, the keys, you push the key, and then that, like, pushes it up or, like, it, it makes weird sounds come out of it when you push the keys and whatnot. I I love this thing. Yeah. It's so cool. I saw her so I saw her playing that like right away and I didn't know what it was when they were on stage and the first thought I had was like I need to figure out what this is because yep. it's really cool. Um and she's a really small girl holding this huge ass box thing. Well, I mean, the one that she had was like kind of more shaped like a guitar type shape in like, a way. Like the body of the guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like on the YouTube video, they had one shape like that, and then they had one like that was the actual box. So the more boxy one apparently is like more medieval. Yeah, and that the makes more sense. rounded, yeah. curved ones are more Renaissance. Yeah, era. that makes sense. It totally makes sense, like from the era. Um, but yeah, it has that sound. Like whenever I think of like, what are those things called? Like where you larp, not larping. Um, Renaissance fair. Oh, Renaissance fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that music that they always play. Like it was probably from like that. Same thing, like uh, Renaissance fairs, medieval movies, like Robin Hood movie. I guess I don't watch medieval um, movies. I always think of this instrument, like this comes yeah. out. I also yeah. think of like bagpipes, but like I said, it has a, at times it can have a bagpipey sound to it. I guess I don't get the bagpipe. I, I understand how you, how you could get that sound, because it's more like the drowned out sound, where it's like, it's all one sound. Yeah. Where like the bagpipes have that sound, where, um, but the, yeah, it's. I guess I, I get a different sound, but it, it's fine. It's fine. But they did it also. The fiddle player brought the bagpipes out later in the evening also for like the last the track or something. Or the fiddle player. player. Sorry, the, f- the flute player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, play the, the bagpipes yeah. also later in yeah. the night. Like the first thing I noticed was because I knew uh, just because you had shown me their YouTube video or some videos on YouTube, I think, um, when you were playing their music or was it on Spotify? Either way, it was a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so there was a lady that sang clean vocals and then there was a guy that sings more of the growl vocals. And as soon as 
they start singing. I was like, he's not here. So yeah, they did come out sort of one by one. And I was wondering if, all right, they're not, he's going to come out when it's his moment for his, his part to, to do yeah. that. Yeah. But no, he didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that what you were? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I was going to say. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, it's okay. You you said it. But I thought the same thing. Like maybe the first song didn't have his vocals in it. So then he would come out during the second song or whatever. But as soon as the first song got done, um, they basically said who, whatever his name is. Krieger, I think. Krieger? Yeah. Okay. Um, is You may notice he's not here. He wasn't able to come due to family. Yeah. Um, so that's all they said. I mean, there wasn't anything else that they went into. But and but it was awesome. For his parts, they brought out. Yeah. Omnium Gatherum singer to sing and Seven Spires and Seven Spires, which was yeah. awesome yeah. to go back and forth. To bring because like he has the more growl vocals, and both the singer from Omnium Spire, or, sorry, <laughs> Seven Spires and Omnium Gatherum had that growl vocal, so it was they they pulled off, and I'm sure that they they did this on every part of the tour because it doesn't sound like he came yeah. on the tour at all, so. It'd be, it's really cool how they incorporate that together. And we've seen that at other shows, too, where they, like, incorporate the other singers into their performance, but not for, like, an entire part. It's more of, like, we see it more as, like, a tribute to, like, say, thank you for coming on this tour with me, where this is more like they're utilizing the singer to sing his part. Yeah, we've, I've noticed it a lot more in the last year or so of, for like one track, the previous band come out and sing, or if the headliner, like we're gonna, you know what I mean, like you were mentioning. Yeah. Um, I've really only noticed that within the last year or so. I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, that's all prior I remember. To this. Yeah, I ha- I've seen some music video or some like videos on like Instagram and stuff from like 2019 that they were doing it. Like I think Corey came out and sang with Motionless and White. Oh really? Yeah. Um, and I know that like Jonathan from Corn sang with Slipknot. Before, so I mean, it's happened before. Yeah, I mean, um, but it was always sort of like a one-off yeah. thing. But it, I think but that could have been like a, the whole tour. They could have done yeah. that. But I mean, it, it seems like it's becoming more and more yeah. popular. Like I'm noticing it with more and more shows now. As beforehand, I d- didn't uh, yeah, notice it. Yeah, but I did. But also, we weren't going. To yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Twenty plus shows in a year. But I did really like, as you said, how they incorporated it into like. Unfortunately, he can't be here. Yeah, but yeah. the other bands are willing to. Yeah, you know, the other they singers are willing to come up and help. And Did they say that, or they just said we have a special guest? I don't. I can't remember if they said that the first of special guests or something, or if they. I think. Or if I they think just came what, out. Yeah. And I think they said like, but we have some special guests to fill in his place maybe. or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Where like when we saw Bloodywood, um, one yeah. of their singers couldn't come out, and I think they just played a track. The backing track. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there's multiple ways to do it if somebody can't be there, but this is a really good way to which at, when i first heard that's like shit what are they gonna do and it's like oh it's backing track that's that's fine i'm fine with it like you're still coming out here and kicking my ass with a great show yeah. um but this was awesome too where the other bands are just like fuck it we're gonna come yeah. out and we'll help out like, yeah that takes a lot together. to learn the lyric you know learn the parts for their songs yeah. and stuff too so um yeah no I, I think that was really cool that they did that and the lead singer also played the harp. I don't know if you noticed that, but like when she wasn't like the the clean vocals when she wasn't singing, and the gr- more growly stuff would come in, she'd sometimes hop to the back so, and play like the harp. Yeah, so I saw her go back. I didn't know what she was doing. Oh, um, okay. But because it was like blocked, where I couldn't see that part of the stage. I think it was just from the people standing in front of me. I could mostly see either the guy with like the flute, and then I think it was the bassist like over on the side. Okay. And then the three girls. 
and then the one guy that was on the other side. Okay. That was pretty much what I could see. And then if the singer was in that little area. And so one song that wasn't on the playlist that I couldn't find on Spotify, I think it's like Anios or something along those lines. Um, but it's the, it's the song where she comes out by herself and just sings um, yeah. in like a very melodic sort of Celtic kind. I, I think Celtic whenever I hear, oh. like <laughs> there's several songs like this on other albums that I've heard or uh, the one album I I listen to mostly. Right. Um, but it's like, oh shit, that's cool. That like, it's sort of a lull with the other band members off and whatnot. And I think she came out, did her little part, like did her singing part, which is her acapella basically. Yeah. Right. Um, very great. I loved that aspect of it. It was a good sort of segue and whatnot. And I think she jumped off stage right there, but then the lights came up. I think it was right after this song that the lights came up. Yeah, they came up a little bit. Or the stage lights just went white and then or turned towards that. this uh, crowd. And then like a manager or something came out. So the one guy starts playing the guitar. Yes, yes, and yes. And then she comes out and is like basically like. Hold up, hold up, hold like, up. Like, we're sorry to inform you or something. Like, and at first I'm like. Shit, or what, yeah, like, it was. Like they made it in a way of like. We're sorry for your, the interruption. The interruption. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry for the interruption or whatever. And, yeah, I was really concerned, too. I was like, fuck, is, is this done with? Is yeah. it over? We have to leave or something? Like, Yeah. Because at, at this time, honestly, I was starting to, like, my I was getting super warm, yeah. super uncomfortable. We were pretty squished against that wall yeah. by this point. And, but no, it apparently was the lead singer's. It was her birthday. Yeah. Well, as soon as she came out after the first song, a whole bunch of people in the crowd said happy birthday. So, I mean. Oh, did she really? Yeah. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Like, and she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you, thank you, guys, thank you. Like, but the oh. whole crowd, like, screamed, like, happy birthday. Oh, I didn't, no, I yeah. didn't pick that up. Yeah. But, no, they came out, gave her a cake, and we all sung happy birthday to her on stage, which was awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool to have a moment like that. I had to be honest, at that time, Aya also was pretty squished, and I was kind of like, I'm ready to be done. Okay. Um, and I, when that all happened, I was like, oh, this is going to take longer like, not saying, like, we shouldn't celebrate somebody's birthday, but I was just, like, I'm done being squished. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing about being squished is the crowd was moving backwards to get space for the pit to be open and stuff. But, like, we couldn't move any further back. Yep. Because we were on that wall. Or on that bar thing. On that bar thing. And, the, yeah, it, it was, there's a lot of people in there. And it, I mean, so, I'll, yeah, I'll jump into it. Then, like, I... Like I said, I was getting... Is this about when you got really hot? Yeah, I was stuff? getting like super... Yeah. Like later on in the evening, almost toward the end, we made it pretty far. Yeah. But eventually I was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, My like heart was racing. Um, I was sweating. I felt like I was going to vomit. And I was like, I, I can't do this. I need to go to the back. I need water. So we... I tell you, I'm like, hey, I don't give a shit if you stay or not. I'm I'm leaving right now. And I left, and the next thing I know, it grabbed me by the back, like, I'm going with you type thing. And we eventually fight our way through the back, get to the back, and, like, hey, can I have a, can we get water? I have, like, my wallet out to pay for water. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Here you go. Here's two waters. Um, and I don't know if it was, like, it's the end of the night. Fuck it. Here's waters. Because I think other people, they got charged for water. Or if it was, like, just the look on our face. On, like, my face. <laughs> on <like>, your face. <laughs> I, I need water now. And she's like, fuck it, here you go, have have some water. I don't I don't know what it was, but we got free water. Um, 
open mind took one drink and I was like, I need to go sit. And I went and sat on the stairs to the balcony. And yeah, I think you turned to me and you're like, I'm going to pass out. I, I felt like I was going to faint. Yeah. And it's like the one thing I remember from like Boy Scouts growing up was like, if you're going to faint, lay on like sit on the ground, lay on the ground. Like it doesn't matter if it looks weird or something, but you'd rather it's better to faint while you're already on the ground than like fall and hit your head. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, if I'm going to faint, I'm going to go sit down real quick. And I did, I drank like all my water and it got a lot better. It, it got a lot better, but I, like I said, I don't know if it was a combination of being dehydrated from book club the night before where I drank way too much or, and drinking throughout the day at that brewery and not like really drinking water. I mean, that's definitely probably a part of it. Don't get me wrong. But also just being like a panic attack type thing or anxiety or something. I don't know what it was, but I have never felt that way at a show before outside of open air for Slipknot that first year. Yeah. But uh, that was definitely dehydration yeah. And, yeah. and whatnot. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, but yeah, we, I mean, we stayed till the end. We did. And yeah. we heard the last song. We stood back by the main bar. Um, back in the back. Um, Once you were back, so there was a lot better because it was cooler. It yeah. had more air. You could move around a little better, and that that helped out a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of people. Like, there was just a little pathway for people to walk. But, I mean, yeah, you had a little bit of room, and there was air back there. <laughs> I don't know so. what it was. Like, I've been in crowds that have been that packed, if not more packed, right? Yeah. So I don't know why all of a sudden. I think we've never been, like, against something where we could not get out. Because normally, so, like, when we saw Machine Head, just using the same venue as an example, like when we saw Machine Head, we were moving around a lot yeah. with the crowd. So if you think about it, like all those people that are moving in the crowd are moving a little bit further backwards every time. We can't move backwards because we're against this wall. And you can't really move forwards because people are pushing yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Like even if you try to step forward, it's like there's somebody right in front of you. Like the whole time I had somebody like, I couldn't even move my arms because somebody was right in front of me the whole time. Yeah, so. I guess like at the House of Blues, the time the concert just before this, um, we were kind of back on that floor, and I kind of felt a little bit the same of like I can't go anywhere type yeah, thing. Yeah, like when you feel like you're trapped. So, so maybe that's what it was. I think I think it is, and we normally don't position ourselves in a place like that, so we're normally off to the side or like more in the center. So we'll just have to know that if we go out to the forge again, which you're not a big fan. of. I'm not a big fan. I mean, depending on who's going to be out there, I mean. Thinking about it now, like if Whitechapel or Spearbox or Wage War or something is going to be out there, of course I'm going to drive out there. But if it's for a cover band, like I think this weekend there was a cover band and we yeah. got free tickets to go because they were handing out free tickets. And I'm like, if it wasn't 45 minutes, I would probably go. But Yeah. I mean, all in all, I, I enjoyed this all the bands. No, um, I did too. I enjoyed the concert. I, I really didn't know what to think about or like, going in because you'd only played me a couple songs i knew it was folksy music like folk metal yeah yeah and i think i told a friend like i was like yeah we're going to see a band they're a folk metal band he's like how do you how would you describe folk metal (laughs) and i was like using traditional instruments and like lyrical content around whatever culture whatever thing you're trying to replicate or uh, like reference it's like yeah Bloody Wood is a folk new metal band and they use traditional Indian instruments. Uh, they sing in Hindi and like the lyrical content is all, not all, but a lot of Indian based yeah. content. Yeah. Same thing here. Like it definitely had that medieval sort of vibe to it. I always think Viking to some extent, like I don't know why, but I always go back to like, Oh, this is what I would expect to see in like a Viking movie or something. Oh, okay. Uh, or Celtic movie type thing. Maybe Celtic or like 
like I said, like a Renaissance fair yeah, sound. Yep, yeah, yep. definitely. But I don't know about Viking sound. Like it's in my mind, Vikings like I'm a Martha. Yeah, and that's so, fair too. Yeah, different kind of Viking. To, maybe I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but um, definitely Renaissance and Celtic. Renaissance, I guess, yeah. yeah, Renaissance time period. So yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. But like I said, like after a few songs of Elvetti, I was just like, not that I don't like it, because that's not the case. Um, it's just hearing that music over and over for what fifteen songs or something. I just I was kind of done. I was like, it's it's good, but I need. Something mixed. See, in there. and that's how I felt with Omnium Gatherer. Yeah, and that's so fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but with Elvetia, I didn't get that vibe, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah, and I've gotten that before, like with other bands that we've heard, where I'm like, the first few songs, I'm like, this is really, really good, but then after five or six songs, I'm like, okay, let's yeah move on. But I mean, I I was really excited, not really excited for this show. I was excited to hear how they put the music together for the concert because. Yeah. I mean, it's not just guitars and drums. Especially it's knowing that your growl vocals isn't, they're not going to be there. And But we didn't know that. We didn't know that. But like, I guess that's, I don't know what I'm starting to say here, but I don't know. I, I was super excited to see them. I'm glad we got to see them. Um, I would love to see them again and hopefully not have a little panic attack. <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoyed this set. I, they were great. Omni Gatherum was great. Seven Spires, like, you really I, like them. I'm gonna I listen really to them. Like them. Yeah, and I I want to see them again, so I'm I'm gonna keep an eye out for that for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see them again as an opener somewhere. But yeah, I mean that was that was our second trip to the Forge. Um, it's probably not gonna be our last. It won't be our last for it's sure. It's just again like something that we're gonna have to really think about what's gonna be there. Yeah, I mean we need to go during the summer because the getting in process is kind of and it's cold. Shitty and it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it was that was our time. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see these bands again for sure. Yep. So um, go out, check live music, and we'll we'll see you around. Bye.